Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but you don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? And how often do you think about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies, doing the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident with your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website or give us a call at 860-430-5397. Floorcrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the city. I crossed up by Kobe, well, floated Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, hold on. But I didn't make my point. I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clover Crest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Which Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Drawing About the G-Man Giants Football Podcast. I'm Big J, joined by Joe Guire, Sean Scanlon, King's Day, as always. And as always, another disappointing week for the Giants. Was <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. it twenty-one to six? Can't even get into the end zone. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I, I, well, we are in such, the Giants are in such shambles. On Facebook groups, people are debating whether Jake Fromm would be better than Daniel Jones. What are we talking about? You're that thirsty for something new. So I, I get it, but come on, use some common sense. Like, Jace, right? I mean, I think the idea that anybody else would be great is a lazy take on, on the way things are, you know, I, I, again, uh, most quarterbacks would struggle. Uh, somebody earlier today was saying, you know, Russell Wilson might be able to do well with that line. Really? How? Uh, he's not nearly as mobile at this point in his career as Daniel Jones is. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure I buy that either. I still think Daniel Jones is fine, and I think the Giants are stuck with him and, and his fifth year, and that's about how – or his fourth year, or rather. He's not going anywhere. And it, it seems by – everything I've heard now suggests that Joe Judge ain't going anywhere either. And these two are married at the hip, so that's just – it's going down. And, and Jake Fromm is welcome to play and do whatever, but I don't. it's not going to make a difference – 
he's a little guy. He doesn't fit he's in the not, NFL. He's not he's a little guy. Where are you no, getting your nobody's nobody's in. He didn't he didn't he didn't look like a real quarterback to me at all. It was a cool pass he threw, but that's about it. I mean he, very small sample size, I'll say that. I mean uh, I, small, I like good. Jake Trom. <laughs> yeah. But I mean it, the the size that that's ridiculous. You got guys like Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Drew Brees. They, they've been but those it. guys had skill and talent, and Jake Fromm doesn't. So he hasn't had be an, an ability issue. to showcase his talent How do you on think? the NFL it's stage. We started quarterback at Georgia. I mean, what? Yeah, it, one of the best college football divisions out there, and he was able to get to a playoff. I believe even a championship. With yeah, he went to the championship. Yeah, they lost the national championship so with Jake Fromm, and then literally problem. every NFL team had a chance to to draft him, and everybody was like, "Eh, we're good." Uh, I don't know. That doesn't sound like a guy who is being evaluated by anybody at a high level. I mentioned last show, if I'm not mistaken, you got a dozen teams have had to replace their starting quarterback at one point or another this year. Nobody had called that guy. So, I don't know. I mean, I I, I know the Kurt Warner movie's coming out. People are, like, jazzed up at, like, hey, a guy who didn't get drafted and was, like, working as, like, an IT guy or whatever he was doing uh, is going to lead the Giants back to a Super Bowl. And No. It's not going to happen. If he wants to throw the ball to Kenny Galladay a little bit more, everybody would love that. Maybe Kadarius Tony plays. He does a thing, you know. Well, I mean, three targets. Saquon gets his six rushes, and we go home. No, I mean, it's terrible. He, it's hard to watch. You said it at the beginning. Like it doesn't matter who's behind. It could be Mike Lennon again. It could be Jake Fromm. It could be. Joe, you could be behind center, and the outcome will still be the exact same. Guys, tell me this, too. D- does anybody feel like, and I th- I think this is a major issue, and the-, the night that they fired Jason Garrett, I was, like, so confused as to what was going on with that offense. What was the idea behind the offense? Where was the flow to this offense? There wasn't any, and everybody assured me with Freddie Kitchens calling things, it would get better. And it's been the same again. He's do he he's running different plays, and I I love that. But you need to run trick plays because you're in a routine, and the team lulls into they think you're going to just do what you've been doing. Then you run a trick play. You can't throw three straight incompletions and like you're going to run a reverse. Like are are you insane? Like do do things that make sense. I, I I'm I'm still not sure what the game plan is. How the Giants think they're going to win any of these games playing the way that they're playing? I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense for me. No, I, I mean you're right, but I, I mean the offense is an issue. It's going to be an issue. Yeah, it's been for twenty needs, years. Yeah, and uh, I mean something needs to get figured out. But I, I will say, defense looked pretty good. I mean, Cowboys known for being an explosive offense, being able able to hold them around. I hate to have to react to everything but, like, well, yeah, I guess. Mean, <laughs> you know, could have yeah. been worse. It, it could have been the 38 to 9, I think I predicted. I said three field goals. They couldn't muster that insult I threw their way. Yeah. But, uh, Pathetic. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Sean, are you uh, down with uh, Jones, in with Fromm? 
Uh, no, I mean, Jake Fromm definitely looked better than Mike Lennon, but that's not a hard accomplishment to do, Mike Lennon. Uh, I don't think he deserves a place in the NFL at this point. I mean, I, I can't He's watch killing me, Sean. It, it is tough to watch. That guy is so bad. It's ridiculous. He's making me look so bad. I can't even. It's it's ugly. But um, I mean, Jake Fromm looked good in that one drive where he came in. Uh, I don't think he's the answer instead of Daniel Jones. No, but I think that you know this could be a good audition for him the last three games to see if he can be the backup going forward. Because obviously we know that Daniel Jones has had injury issues. Uh, this is the third straight season where he's been out multiple games. So if Jake Fromm can go out there the last three games, uh, put up more than ten points per game on the board, that'd be nice to see. But uh, I, I mean. It's just it's ugly, but I, I think he can audition to be the the backup going forward. Um, obviously he knows the offense. Uh, he's been here for a couple weeks now, and uh, I think that if he can go out and put anywhere uh, north of fourteen points per game up, I, I think that will be a good sign. So, uh, just uh, I've just I've seen enough of Mike Glennon at this point. Uh, him and his long neck, I he could. Uh, How do you I think complete- he can start? He could start his vacation early. Thirteen for twenty four in NFL twenty twenty one. Where like rookies are hitting sixty eight percent. How is this clown still like a fifty one percent completion percentage guy? How does he get jobs? I didn't mean to wish this thing into existence last year. I really didn't. <laughs> All your fault, Joe. You're I dead. feel like I got to take the hit on that a little bit. I was joking. Jesus. Hey, I Help mean, me. if you count the interceptions, what that's sixteen completions for Mike Lennon. So I don't know. It's that's right. Dude, but again, I mean, right? What what is the offense? Is, is Saquon Barkley gonna get 15 carries? Like, load the guy up now. Like, let let's run a real offense. Let's give this guy 30 touches. Got a few games to go. Like, work him out. Is he a bust? Is he worth paying? Use him. Use him. And if he gets hurt again, then there you go. Then he's then he's then he's glass. Get rid of him. Ride the truck until the brakes fall off. Let's go. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But look, you're wondering whether to trade this guy, keep this guy. You want to show him some value in the league? Do you want to trade him? I I mean, I I hear the Giants can get like a fourth-round pick for this guy. That's awful. Keep him then. Are you serious? What are you getting in the fourth round that's better than this guy? But maybe, just maybe, if the last few games of the year he touches the ball 30 times and he puts up 150, 200 yards, gets the ball into the end zone, now maybe you're talking about a one or a two. Otherwise, you're like, hey, you know what? He stayed healthy. He played well. Build around him. But you got to – the offense needs to run through somebody. Or yeah. it's got to run – and it can't be run around Mike Glennon. And when Mike Glennon throws the ball 24 times – and Booker and Saquon carry the ball 23 times. This is a, a classic Freddie Kitchens is an idiot moment where who do you think the quarterback is, dude? What are you doing? The Patriots won a game throwing the ball three times. Why is Mike Clement throwing the ball 24 times? Why? They came out firing the other night. They literally came out firing, and I thought, what are you doing? Give the ball to Saquon. Let's get let's get it going. I'd rather watch Saquon run 30 times for 45 yards than watch Mike Lennon make 24 passes. Uh, well, I think that is 
Well, what you just said, them coming out firing, I, I don't get that at That's all. That's 1.5 like, yards per carry. Yeah, I, I mean, no, that's like the biggest issue I have with this offense. They come out and try to establish the 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 pass, try and get it going through the air. You you come out in early in the game when it's close. You have to establish the run to set up the play action. It doesn't make sense because I mean, I, I get it. if you in the second half you're down like three scores. I get throwing the football. But coming out right out the gate, like like you're down thirty five to zero already, like what are you doing? It, it makes no sense, and yeah, I I, I don't know. I All right, think. are y'all done with the depressing takes? Yeah, uh, are you over it. it? Have we gotten through the depressing takes? Is it over? Do you have some optimism for us? Comes Mister Optimistic. I'm not Mister Optimistic. Obviously, no one in their right mind could be optimistic about this team. But I will say I'm not looking at it the way you guys are. I'm looking at it as the Giants have to figure things out down the stretch, and Jake Fromm may or may not be the answer. I'm not writing him off. He's a 6'2 quarterback, and he's not 5'9", 5'11". He's 6'2", and he can probably play quarterback in this league. Donald Trump's not 270 pounds, yet a general literally signed a government document stating that as fact. Okay. He has very quick release. I like what I've seen from him last week, even though it was only one drive or whatever it was. A quick release looks great when you have a terrible offensive line, and I think maybe he can make something happen against a team like the Eagles and maybe give us something to watch at the end of the season. I'm more worried about how the Giants go about the process. I think, like Joe said, give Saquon a chance, see what you can do. But I don't, I'm not ready to trade him. I am one of the people who told you guys he's a bust, he's a bust, he's a bust. But I do see a situation where you could probably bring in another running back, pair him with Saquon, a good running back, and then you could probably bring them both, you know, rotate them in, similar to how the Giants used to do with Ahmad Bradshaw and Brandon Jacobs. And then you can have this different style of running back, one who's fast and one who's a heavy hitter. The Giants could probably figure that out later on, and I think that would work. So I'm not quick to throw that off. And then at the quarterback position, there are multiple options. Obviously, you can draft someone. You don't have to go and get, you know, Kyle Pitts, who's probably going to be going by then. You can go and get um, Malik um, uh, what, uh, what, what, Watson. Willis. Like Willis. Yeah. yeah, you can go and get him in the second round. Like I think he's a great uh, pickup if you can go and get him in the second round. You can also make the trade for Russell, even though Joe said he's his years are past him. I seen it the other night. He doesn't look like the guy who's going to escape the rush that we need. He doesn't look like the Russell who was 25, 28. He looks like an old Russell. He doesn't want to run around anymore. He wants to be in a secure pocket, so he's not a guy I would go after. If I had to go after a guy who's on another team who's not coming out of the draft, there's Deshaun Watson. As much as this is a scary thing to say, if January goes through and he is cleared of his cases, I don't see why the Giants don't bring him in or at least look take a chance at that. Two words, Josh Brown, never going to happen. I'm just saying. If he's Rojas. I mean, if, he's all, clear, if gone. he's all cleared of his old whatever, I think the Giants have to at least take a flyer on him. If all the, charges dropped against DeAndre Baker. I yeah, mean, the DeAndre Giants Baker, just I Yes, say. I understand. And, and, and DeAndre Baker is not the talent that Deshaun Watson is. DeAndre Baker, if DeAndre Baker was a stud, I think the Giants would try to find a way to bring him back. We're talking about Deshaun Watson. We know what he can do in this league. If you could bring him into your offense, he could possibly fix a lot of the issues we have up front right away, just because who he is. You'll probably, it would probably cost you one of those first round picks to go get him, but then you have another one. You could bring in an offensive lineman, sign offensive lineman. You could restructure Blake Martinez and Bradbury and these other guys, get some more money on the cap and bring in other offensive linemen. 
but I think you have to take a fly out on Deshaun Watson if he's available. I just think you do. And the Giants could fix their issues right there because I don't believe in Daniel Jones health-wise. Yeah, okay. The, a legit a legit concern. Uh, here's, here's the other... Uh, Here's the other thing for me, uh, as far as 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 where the Giants might go for quarterbacks, and and look, I like uh, Russell Wilson a lot. I think he's a great quarterback. I feel like that this would be the 2005 Yankees getting Randy Johnson. Like, yeah. he won 17 games both years he was there, but it it didn't feel like he won 17 games, and I I just. I don't think Russell Wilson's going to take this team to the next level because I don't I don't think it's good enough. And I also don't understand all these people. The Giants have accumulated all of this draft capital with the idea, and we've been saying it, like full rebuild. Get somebody from outside the building to run this thing. You're going to keep Judge and, and Jones and Fromm, too, if you want. And I don't get Whatever. Great. Keep them all around. No. Uh, maybe look at Willis or somebody in the second round, see who falls. The, the, all, all great options, but why would you take – when again, the Giants' number one problem this year outside of injuries is the same problem we said was before last year, before free agency and before the draft. The offensive line has to be better, and you need you need a real pass rush. We've seen glimpses of both. And and uh, they addressed the pass rush issue. You're you're definitely seeing a couple of guys in uh, in Roche and Uzalari who are starting to come into their own. Uh, you know, Dexter Lawrence. I know you guys don't love him uh, as much as I as much as I do. Leonard Williams. I mean, those guys are. You know what I mean? Like you get you get you get Blake Martinez back next year. Uh, again, I think that the Giants defense will be back to what it was supposed to be. That that was such a huge drop off. The Giants again will I assume address the pass rushing situation so that defense will only get better. My thought is is though you bring in Russell, you're it's going to cost you picks and everybody's like, "Yeah, get rid of the picks." But that's not a rebuild. No. That's not a rebuild. Yeah, well, they'll be contenders faster, maybe. But again, I what I keep stressing here is I want to see long term success. I don't want to see Wilson for two years and then in year three he's got awful, and we have to go through the whole changing of the guard again because that that also won't do it for me. Uh, I yeah, wanna, I agree. You, I don't want to win a one off Super Bowl. Again. And that's why you go after a guy like Deshaun Watson, who's twenty eight. 26, whatever the hell. The rest of the offense around him, though, isn't... It's it's not. The line, again, we got to stop. The line hasn't been that bad this year. The line has really been a lot better than it has. The line is not good. The run blocking is not good. The run blocking is terrible, but it hasn't been as bad as it's been over the years. The line has gotten improved. The quarterback has been sacked as much this year. We haven't seen Daniel Jones fumble as much this year because the line has improved. And they have have stats to prove that the line has improved this year. We've seen it the other day. I don't want Saquon's, Saquon's best rush was six yards. Again, I can't put it all on Saquon because there's a lot more going on with Saquon than their offensive line because there are holes there and there are times he's just not hitting. You see him bouncing it outside or he's hesitating and then the line did the hole disappears. Saquon still has to get back to him. He still has a lot of things going on in his head before he can get back to where he is, you know, where he was physically. He's got to get over that head issue, get over the injuries, get over the fact that it might happen again so he can get back to playing how he's playing. That's always an issue when you have injuries. You're always worried that, hey, if I step like this again, maybe this will happen. Saquon is still playing gingerly. Once he gets over that, 
he will get back to who he is. But there are times the hole is there and he's not hitting it. it worst line I've seen in years. No, it's not the worst line. The line has definitely improved. The line last year was worse than this year. If you look at the numbers, look how many times Daniel Jones has been under pressure. Look how many times yeah. he's been it's not even the line, though. Look at the look how good the run game was last year. Yeah, those what five game stretch where they hit like 150 yards on the ground. Where is that? A line where you talk about a line that's had how many how many times have we had to shuffle this line this year, especially in the first four weeks between injuries and whatnot. We had to shuffle the line, then we didn't have Pert, then we had to bring real quick. When you say whatnot, you mean ineffectiveness too. Like I mean, don't don't blame it all on the injuries because some of these guys have been downright terrible. Oh yes, no, I get some of them are terrible. I just don't want to like I don't want to over that part of it. Yeah, you have to bring in terrible guys like like so like Nate Soldier. We don't want to see him play. But we had injuries early in the season, and he had to switch to the other side, and he had to play. That was the situation that we ran into. The giant line has been better. It will continue to get better. I think you could bring in guys, and it will improve. And you can also get guys in the offseason. The, I guess it's not that big of a deal. I think if, you, can, face, if, you, if you could bring in – honestly, I think it's more of the right side, not a left side issue to me. I like Andrew Thomas on the other side. I feel like that side has become solidified. You can figure out that right side. You can figure out that guard and tackle position and get you a decent center, not even the best in the league, I think you'll have a decent line that Russ could work behind. The issue I that's said... A, I don't that's a lot to do in one offseason, Zay. It's not. It's not at all. Get three it's new offensive linemen that are actually it's solid. Not at all. Like, that's, it's not at all when you have two first-round picks. It's not at all. It's not that hard at all when you have two first-round picks. But if you're going out and getting Deshaun or you're going out and you're getting Russell Wilson, those you're picks are up, gone. You're giving up I believe Deshaun so, will cost you and, one first-round pick. I don't believe it's going to cost you both. I think it's They want three. They're not, talking about three. You're not, not going to get three. You're not going to get three for a guy who's going to sit otherwise. A guy that's going to sit otherwise. Two. You're not going to get three picks for him. You're not going to get three first round picks. He'll sit otherwise. Eventually, they'll give in. But what are you going to do? You're just going to hold him on your roster. That's I mean, like, what, eventually, what are you going to do? In it this year. No one no, is going I, to pay that price. They're going to take the best available price that they can get. As soon as draft comes, they'll take the when everything is clear. They'll take the best available price they can get for him. Because that's, that's still a big if, though. You don't know if, if the longer you be wait, dropped. the less you're going to get for him. He's only going to get older, and le- if, the less he plays, the less productive he could be. The less performance. There's a lot that goes on with that. The longer he's not playing, it's going to be harder to get rid of a player who's not playing long. Look what happened, Le'Veon Bell. He took off one year, and his career hasn't been the same since. He hasn't got back on track. Colin Kaepernick. He was one of the best running backs in the league before he took that year off, and his career hasn't been the same. So he couldn't find a home at all. So yeah, but part it, of that's because he's trying to box now. Matter of fact, he's not even in the league anymore. So again, on the, the longer you wait on Deshaun Watson, the longer it's going to, the harder it's going to be to get anything for him. I think when draft comes around, they clear then, whatever's available, and I think the Giants have to take a flyer on. Him. I honestly oh. do. I do. But if they're one in three first round picks and the Giants can't give them that, that that's not on the Giants not making the move. No that's on the them that, And no one is going to give them that. They, you'll probably get a first round pick this year and maybe next year, but you're not going to get two from, you're not going to, you're not going to, it's not going to happen. They know well, it's not going to happen. Eventually yeah, they're maybe. going to have to take something for him. Well, I, yeah. the, the, the thing I have, like Joe said, if you're doing this, if you're doing this trade for like a Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, you're not rebuilding. It's another like. Why are you not rebuilding? Throwing paint at a wall. No, I can what? understand. You're throwing away well, draft capital yes. when you should be bringing in new young players. I, I, I've listen. never been a fan of the the draft listen, situation. Yeah, Zay, I've never been a fan of the draft situation because again, you could bring in first round stuff. Look at us. 
We picked two players in the first okay. round who haven't really worked out towards really. Andrew Thomas is finally becoming something. But what has Daniel Jones been? You can Zay. go look at all. Joe makes the point about our picks. What have we done in the last 10 years with these first round picks? You, no, what you're right. That, that's getting to my other point. Hold on. Trade them and get a with, known commodity. Maybe. Yeah, this I, offense I is a lot more that. than a Pro Bowl quarterback away, though, from being successful. Right, you, you're right. You have but, a ton of weapons out there. You, you're kidding. That can't stay on the with, field. None of them can. None of them are healthy. But also, I mean, the development from the draft pick. When your team is good, players are all of a sudden healthy. I'm telling you, (laughs) all of a sudden players are healthy. Those hamstring issues start to disappear when their quarterback is good. I'm telling you now. That's that's just not true. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. Look at Odell Beckham. Look how his career ended for the Giants. He faked an injury at the end of the year. You're telling me guys are faking in. All right, what about uh, Leonard Fournette and Mike Evans, who both just had hamstring injuries? They're they're, they're not playing because Tom Brady's their quarterback? That's that's, what you're telling me? A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. He's always hurt. That's completely different. We're we're getting off the rails here. Let's stop. No one's fan enough. No, no, there's no – stop. Just stop that. You're sounding crazy. Nobody's faking injuries. I will say – I get Joe's point of the rebuild. I want to rebuild as well. But also, when the development of these draft picks is so bad, maybe bringing in, maybe giving rid of those picks for a, a known commodity isn't a terrible idea. So I don't know. I'm still on the fence. Uh, I'm still going to get it to the end of the season. Uh, I read a great article. Hold on. I read an article. I think it was in the post today where they suggested Mitchell Trubisky as a possible holdover going for Teddy Bridgewater. And I thought, what kind of idiot sat at their computer today and was like, let me dream of backups in the NFL that could start for the, like, what is wrong with you? Again, (laughs) if we're, do you guys want to continue having these same pissy discussions every week about this team? Because I'll tell you what, you go out and get Russell Wilson, maybe they'll win a Super Bowl in two years. But probably they won't. And probably we'll be back to square one in two years, and it'll be the same old nonsense. And I don't know about you, and I'm tired of it. I just want to see this team build from the ground up with young players who age at the same time, and then you slowly start to replace people. You know, you build long-term success where you're just swapping guys in and out. Again, look at the way the Chiefs do business. Look at some of those other AFC teams, dude. They swap guys in and out like like nobody's business. And what, hey, it's state, sustainable. What they, state you are just they in, have bro? to do it. What state is what, what state is the Chiefs in? They're in Kansas City. I'm gonna tell you now. In New York, that's not gonna fly. And I'm gonna tell you now. Y'all are in Connecticut. And New Yorkers, and I listen to the radio every day. No one wants a five year, three year rebuild. They want it now, and that's the biggest issue with New York sports. It always doesn't has work. Been. It always has it's, been, and that's it we've been trying that for the past five years. Nobody you cares what the fans want. They'll listen to that Nobody type cares. of outcry. They won't listen to they won't listen to other outcries like large Pepsi's and nothing like that. But they will listen to medium the Pepsi. The <laughs> only medium Pepsi's, yeah. But they will listen to Giants fans complaining and not wanting a rebuild, and they won't. They will try to fix it as fast as they can. Well, well, if that's what they're listening to, that's why they've been garbage the past forever. You went I with a QB look. on a rookie deal and a stack team members. Yeah. Again, you got all this draft capital, dude. Either Jones is the guy or he's not. If he's not, maybe it's Pickett. Maybe it's Willis. Maybe it's somebody. Maybe it's Jacob Fromm. Whoever. 
But to, to, to get all that draft capital and to give it all up for known commodities, Jace, let me tell you a story about when I fleeced you last year in that unbelievable fantasy deal. We invited Jason to our fantasy league. I sent him draft all the draft pick collateral I had been assembling, and I went for the quick fix. Yeah. Derrick Henry. Yeah, great move. Great move. Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah. Dalvin, not there. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. All these known commodities in and out of the lineup all year. Okay. Known commodities who have always gotten hurt. Like, we knew Kenny Galladay was an injury guy. When Sterling Shepard's out for the season, was anybody like, no, shocker. Of course not. It was just a matter of time before he was done making all that money that Zay points out. Too much money to not play and to be such an unproductive player. Get rid of that guy. It, it works out how it is. Matthew Stafford hasn't been hurt. You got rid of picks for him. He hasn't been hurt all year. He's been there all year. One of the toughest guys in the league. But, I mean, it's about did who that, you also, trade that for. I'm sorry. That's also the thing. Like, look at Matthew Stafford. They built everything around him, and then you can bring in a quarterback like this. You need to build that foundation first. Like what Julio you were saying. Jones. It's another one I got. Coolio. Been out almost all me. year. You got no, Deshaun was, Watson was, and Dalvin Cook from me. That was so. someone else I fleeced. I had a really, but again, I dude, I I sold off. I had all ones and twos, a ton of them. And I flipped them. I flipped them. I was like, dude, I'm by the way, so everybody knows, I'm not proud. I'm six and eight. It's not going well. All these known commodities. I my, my team on paper, dude. Really, Jace, tell them. Imagine it. There cool. was there was a moment they they wanted to rescind the deal. We were gonna vote on it. People yeah. were pissed. <laughs> is that this isn't fair? You're Joe's just so Joe's just gonna win the Super Bowl. That's that's how it was going. Yeah. And they insisted. I'm six and eight. What are you, Jace? What's your record? I think you're ahead of me. You're trading for uh, guys that always hurt though. You didn't trade for guys. Right, known commodities. Yeah. No, no, no. See, stop that. Stop that. Derrick Henry? And no, no, no. And, uh, and just a hypothetical. Alvin right. Cook? It will never happen. Hopkins? It will never happen. It's a hypothetical. But if the Giants right now, the Dallas call right now said, Giants, for first-round pick, we'll give you C.D. Lamb. You want to take that? No. No. Who's throwing to him? I don't care who's throwing to him yet. We'll get to that. Also, no. I, don't, I mean, we already have 10 wide receivers yeah. on this team. Yeah, yeah. Offer me Quentin Nelson. I'll I'll give the Colts a number one pick for that guy. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. One pick straight That's up. I'll be all pro in. Of course. It's, it's still a no commodity. It's still pointing the point, proving the point. You can still trade a pick for a known commodity and it can fix your, your issues real fast. It can fix it real fast for you. But, but the Giants are just some sort of the way. Yeah, I don't think Russell Wilson. I don't think Aaron Rodgers. I don't. I don't. Just don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. If if you can't get listen, if you can't run the football, bro, right? You can't. That's the problem. We can't get the ball to receivers because we can't run the football. You your your line needs to be good. You get a good line, then it doesn't really matter who's back there. I think with a good old line, I think Daniel Jones is more than suffice. And I and I think again a healthy Saquon. So test 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 drive this guy. Let's see what's going on here. 
Let Jacob Frum throw the ball down the field to Galladay. Run your gadget plays to Kadarius Tony. You've got four games. Do it. Just start doing stuff. I don't understand. Again, they, they, they want to punt on 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 fourth and one. Like, ah, come on. What do you care? No. Season's over. Just p- play. Play to win. Have some fun out there. But show off the talent. Use the young guys. Figure out what's what. Like, this is – I hate watching these guys play because it's like, I don't even know what we're doing. I love watching the Giants, but I'm like, I don't even – I get more enjoyment watching the other team's offense run against the defense. When the Giants have the ball, I just assume it's either going to be a short running play or a sack. Uh, or an incompletion. Most likely an incompletion. I, I'd take an incompletion over the sack. But I, I get what you're saying. It's yeah. Regardless, it, it's not a QB away. Yeah, and I think you need to rather use that those draft picks – Okay. Build a foundation before you can bring in a QB. Because I mean, the, yeah, of, course, uh, of course, of course, they, he would, of course, he would send this. That's why I said it's a hypothetical. We were just throwing something out there. No one was putting that in a real situation. I'm just saying the uh, Giants were in need for a wide receiver, and they called us and said, "Yo, you want CD Lamb? Give us your first round pick. Would you take him?" I think we all would at that moment. If the Giants needed a receiver, I think you would. And that's what I'm saying about known commodities. I think that's how it works. Get people you know who are going to be there when you trade for them. Don't just get people. Get people who are going to be reliable. I hate to say it. Don't go and get Antonio Brown because you know he's not going to be reliable. Get someone you know is going to be there. That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying with those. Get you a staff. Also, thanks to everybody who's commented. I appreciate everybody's yeah. backing up what I'm saying. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, regardless. <laughs> if the Giants get Watson and turn it around next year, and we're sitting here and the Giants are like 5-0, and I'm like, see, I told you guys, it was just Watson. Look, look okay. what happened to the Texans. The Texans were a playoff team. They lose Wait. a quarterback, and now they're terrible. That's in it. Your dream, in your dream scenario, who did John Mara sell the team to? Woody <laughs> Allen? <laughs> no. All right. We, we can have all these conversations. We'll continue to have all these conversations. Because throughout the offseason, because right now you can't trade for no one. You can't trade for anyone. We'll be able to during the offseason. So we'll talk about that then. Let's get back to the now. Week 16, go into the link to take on the Eagles. Hey, that was the Giants' last win, right, against the Eagles? Yes. Also, it's where they've had some of the worst games in franchise history. Yeah, the link has not been good to the Giants. No. Not at all. That's we'll Victor Cruz. I think the Giants score thirteen points in this one and lose Ooh. thirty-eight to thirteen. Thirteen? That's a lot. Thirty-eight offense. Thirty-eight to thirteen? You're dragging yeah, they, they block a punt and they run it back. You think the Eagles are going to score thirty-eight <laughs> points? The line yeah, I don't, for the I don't over. They couldn't even get the end zone. They're going to score thirty-eight points. Dallas, who has probably the best offense yeah. in the NFC East, couldn't score twenty-one. The Eagles I bet you Jalen Hurts throws for 300 yards again. They get over 300 yards, and they go, it ain't going to be no damn three, 38 points. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. It ain't going to be for no 38 points. I promise you that. This will be- All right. All right. 26 to 12. No. I that, that makes a lot more sense. 27 to 6. 24-21 Giants. Graham Gano wins it on a kick at the end. Jake Fromm surprises everyone. 
I'll give no you a 12-10 game. Times. No I'll one give you a 12-10 game. He doesn't have to. Yeah, he, yeah, Jake Fromm doesn't have to get in the end zone three times in order for that to happen. The defense can score two touchdowns for all I know. All I'm saying, 24-21, Jake Fromm surprises us. Let uh, the controversy begin. I, I, I love that, Zay, but I, Look, I, even if the defense gets in the end zone, I can't see – the Giants getting in the end zone at, at, at all three times. I, I hate to say it, but I just can't see that happening. Because that's what the Giants are. Just, I'm just thinking about, how, I mean, how often how, the Giants never score defensive touchdowns. I'm trying to think of the last time the Giants had a pick six. I'm trying to think, when's the last Raymond time McKinney the Giants? Did this year. When's Raymond the last time the Giants? Did it the other day. Slow down, Sonny. I'm not done. <laughs> when's the last time the Giants had two pick sixes in one game? And better than that, Zay, when's the last time they had three pick sixes in a game or any combination of two pick sixes and a fumble that they brought back to the house? When has that ever happened? So Jake going to happen gonna, Sunday. Jake Fromm's probably going to lead them to six points. I wouldn't go that far. I think that's a reasonable assumption. Let's say the defense scores a touchdown. The best the Giants will do is, is 13 points. We'll see. All right. I'm okay. feeling 16. I'm feeling crazy right now. I'm feeling crazy. 24 <laughs> 21. I said it. 24 21. Maybe Saquon breaks like a 50 yarder. And then they kick a last, like a late field goal in the fourth quarter. You say one day he's going to wake up and he's going to have one of them Saquon points. games. He's going to surprise us one day. He's going to wake up and he's going to have one of them Saquon games. Oh my God! Win. When when uh, when Booker took off on that thirty yarder, I jumped out of my seat because I thought it was Saquon for too, a second. I thought it was the broadcast. That's Saquon too. <laughs> they said it's all right. Yeah, I, I was like, no, wait. I go, man, I got all excited. I was like, yes, yeah, Saquon. My wife was like, Quan. And uh, then I saw it was Booker, and I was like, Ew. but again, like I said earlier, his longest rush was six yards. 15 carries, 50 yards. His longest carry, six. That, this is a problem. He had a I sick mean, catch, though. Yeah, the huh. catch was great. Uh, again, look, he, I, I, to me, he looks fine when he's moving. Uh, you know, it, it, I, I can't imagine oh, Saquon just can't hit a hole anymore, doesn't understand how to, like, follow blocks. I don't. I don't think so. I, I have a question. It's hesitancy. It's a lot going on. This is the injuries. You never had a sports injury, and I'm telling you, this is coming back. I tore mine, tore my Achilles a few years back. Getting back on that football field is not easy. You think about it in the back of your head. You think about it for a very long time before you start ever just trusting your body and running. But, he definitely looks hesitant hitting the hole. He. It's well, been that way for a couple of years. Ever since he sprained his ankle a couple of years ago, it's, he he just hasn't looked the same. He hasn't had that same explosiveness. All these guys, all these, I mean, the Saquons, the, the Christian McCaffreys, even Alvin Kamara, not to the same extreme, all these, like, all-around running backs, they have a pretty lengthy injury history. Does that say something about a pass catcher coming out of the backfield? No. No. I've always, I've always, said, I've always believed the injuries because of the field. I've always been, a, I've always been believing that. I don't like turf fields. I've always said that they're the cause of these injuries. If they went to all natural grass fields, we wouldn't have these injuries again. Personal experience. I played twenty five years on grass, and then I played on turf one year and tore my Achilles. 
Never had that happen before in my life. Never had an injury. So I've always blamed it on turf fields. I feel they're just not good for the sport. You see, look at Baltimore Ravens. They lost how many plays this year? They weren't even just running backs. Just off of of soft soft injuries, soft tissue injuries. It's the turf fields. There's no give on them. These players are very strong. They're stepping down with all that force on these fields, and there's no give on it, and it's hurting their bodies internally. You're getting these soft, soft tissue injuries. And that's where it's coming from. You don't get that on grass. Grass has give. It sinks. That's just my – I don't think it's the players. I, I I hate to put it on. All right. I don't disagree with that. Maybe. But, uh, all right. But I think we've talked enough Giants. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've definitely talked maybe a little bit too much Giants because it's hard talking Giants. No such thing. We saw therapy. Coming for therapy. Yeah. Giants yeah. Anonymous. Yeah, Giants Anonymous. Oh, I mean, should change the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wear, wear bags over our heads too. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm close to being at that point, to be honest with you. But uh, I, yes, <laughs> you, you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You know, it's funny. We do our we do our uh, Sunday morning pregame show at ten. And I obviously always try to squeeze the Giants in where it makes sense. And because uh, it really doesn't like no, no Giants game is relevant to anything that's happening in the NFL right now. And that sucks. Yeah. I think that's the worst part of this is to know that, you know, if you're watching the national football shows, they're spending like no time on the Giants at all. Other than to talk about Dave Gettleman's either going to get fired or retired. When the season's over, that's pretty much where we're at right now. No, yeah, and if you look at like the intro to like the the big shows, they got like Tom Brady throwing five touchdowns. You got Aaron Rodgers doing it. You got all these other teams. There's no Giants highlights. Yeah, Maybe a team jo- is scoring on the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> you say they're scoring on the Giants. It is. Yeah. So uh, it sucks. It sucks, and. uh I mean, we we've talked about the show before on the show before. Joe Judge is on the hot seat, but maybe the, the, there could be some other other coaches on the hot seat, and we'll get to that right after this break. So stay tuned. So Jess, why did you become a realtor? I worked in a various customer service jobs, so I wanted something a little bit more rewarding. Um, becoming a real estate agent, being able to help people find their forever homes or their investment homes, starter homes. It's very exciting, so a lot of fun. Now, you've gotten off to a really good start in your real estate career. What has been the most rewarding part of this for you so far? Helping people, especially like first-time home buyers, um, finding their first home. They're so excited. Um, I'm so excited to help them. So it's a nice, rewarding part. What is it that you think makes you different than other real estate agents? I think that my various roles in customer service has helped me. So I like to ask a lot of questions and I want to know what I'm doing. So I think that helps a lot because I'm not going to steer people the wrong way. I'm going to make sure they have knowledgeable decisions um, and help them find the right home. Last thing I'm going to ask you is, and I know these are words that you live by, but the mantra at CTPD Realty is? People over paychecks, do the damn thing. And that's what we do.
Big shout out to Jeff Sardell and CTBB Realty for sponsoring today's episode. If you're in the housing market in Connecticut, make sure you check them out. And now let's talk about it. I mean, which coaches are on the hot seat? I mean, we know Joe Judge is, even though things are seeming like he's going to come back next year. But And this actually it has a pretty big importance to the Giants because, I mean, who knows? One of these coaches is probably going to be the OC next year for the Giants. So one of the coaches that gets fired. But, uh, Joe, I know I brought, I brought up this topic because we had a – pretty lengthy conversation in our in our Facebook group chat how, how you think John Harbaugh should be should, should lose his job after the past couple of weeks all right let me let me let me not be misquoted here let's be let's be clear what I said because this is super important okay I don't understand why some people get a pass on things and some people don't I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand why Justin Herbert never gets pinned for any of that team's losses. I don't get it. I, I'm sorry. He certainly isn't playing well enough that that team should be better than they are record-wise. So give me more. You know what I mean? I I, I just – Mike McCarthy was 7-1. and one. And sports talk radio was talking about how he was the biggest detriment to that team because his play calling was terrible. G- uh, John Harbaugh, twice in a three-week span, blew it. He's eight and six. They should be ten and four. They should be the number one seed in the AFC. They're not. If There's Mike no guarantee. McCarthy, hold up. Hold up. If Mike McCarthy. Did that once. Jerry Jones would have fired him on the sideline as it was happening. No, no, Before no, the no. ball went through the end zone, he'd have been like, you're gone. That's I, big... I promise you, that's a bit of an exaggeration. But we hold, dude, the, the argument the day after was they blamed everybody else on the Ravens for that. They blamed dude. everybody else on the Ravens for that. And then today, the argument was whether it was okay to criticize John Harbaugh because all the injuries, this is a throwaway season, and I'm thinking, what are you? A throwaway season? This team was the number one seed a couple of weeks ago. His stupid decisions cost him that. Any any other, you'd be like, dude, that guy would be fired in a heartbeat, but he's a Harbaugh. He's a Harbaugh. He gets a free pass. His brother Jim was 0-5 against Ohio State. Rich Rodriguez was 0-3. He got fired. Why didn't he get five shots? Lloyd Carr's regular season record was 141-20. His crime, 6-7 against Ohio State. Fired. Despite all that success, Jim Harbaugh has done a halfway decent job, and he gets a gigantic extension. What is the fascination with the Harbaugh's? Where's, where's Jim Harbaugh now? Get over it. Oh, my God. Look, I'm just saying, to... listen, treat everybody the same. You you, I, you can't make excuses. You can't listen. You I, I've, Here's the other thing. I've heard people tell me, look, Zach Wilson's a bust. You can't you can't judge uh, uh, Justin Fields, though. What? Mm. How, how could you properly... 
one guy but not the other. I mean, again, are, are you evaluating what he did in college? That was years ago. Stop it. Like, we got to get with the times. Uh, my favorite example of what I'm saying is, right, uh, this this young fella wearing a Tom Brady jersey, he looked me dead square in the eyes. This was uh, a couple years ago uh, before Tua got hurt. Bama was going for the – when they were getting ready to go for championship. This Brady-wearing clown looked at me and he goes, Tua's overrated. Oh, I go, why do you say that? He goes, it's the best quarterback with the best coach on the best team. It makes him overrated. I said, oh, you think Tom Brady's overrated? No, 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 Tom Brady's the GOAT. I said, you just said the best quarterback on the best team with the best coach is overrated. So that applies to Tom Brady, yes? By your own logic, the words that came out of your mouth, that's what you said. So, again, I ask you, why do some guys get passes, some guys don't? That's a little different. You got to understand, in Brady and Belichick's defense, those two kind of made each other in a sense. Not that Belichick wasn't already a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator for the Giants, you know, whatever, two Super Bowls. But Belichick's head coaching career really took, you know, it's it's boom when he was with Brady. Didn't really do that well in Cleveland. Then when he went to the um, excuse me, New England, they, uh, they didn't want to keep him in the beginning. And then they got Brady, and somehow they went on this miraculous run and created this dynasty. So that's a little different than Tua coming to Alabama, which we always know Alabama to be the best team no matter what every year. We always assume Alabama is the best team no matter what. So Tua getting put in that position, what he's trying to say is you basically could put anybody in Alabama and they could be a functional quarterback. And that's what he's trying to say about Tua being overrated because Alabama is Alabama. That's how they've been perceived across college football, that they are the greatest thing since sliced bread. So that's, I guess, what the kid is trying to say. In terms of Brady and Belichick, Brady didn't start off as the best quarterback, and Belichick didn't start off as the best coach when they got together. Nick Saban was already the best coach. Alabama was already the best team in college football probably when Tua already when came, and that's what he's trying to get at. So I think oh, that's well, it. Let's get back absolute, to this. It's an absolute stretch. I love it. Let's get back to this. Let's get back to the. I'm just saying, because I, I I get what you're saying there, Zay. But as far as Harbaugh goes, I, I think, uh, I mean, you, you and I talk. I mean, I I mentioned the injuries. I mentioned how I mean Dallas. Everyone's got the, their eye on Dallas because they're America's team. But also, I mean, look at it. Also, has to go with the organization. I mean, Harbaugh's been there with the Ravens. He brought them a Super Bowl, so he obviously he's buddy buddy with the GM and the owner and that stuff. So, I mean, he can get these slides. A guy like McCarthy, who's in there. Look at the bottom here. See the little scroller right now. One hundred thirty-seven wins, eighty-five losses. It's a six-seventeen winning percentage. Eleven and eight in the postseason. Career record one forty-eight and ninety-three. The other coach we're talking about, 141-91-2, and 10-8 in the postseason, 151-99-2 in his career. Both guys have won a Super Bowl. One of them had Aaron Rodgers. One of them had Joe Flacco. Yeah, but, I mean, Ray Lewis was on that team. Like, I mean, Ed Reed. You, you can make it, it, Clay Matthews, Charles Woodson. No, you're, you're right. But, no, the, the actual answer to your question, Joe – is I mean he has Harbaugh has his same guy, same the, numbers, the same results, same office. results. That's why plain and simple, same results. 
John, John Harbaugh gets you nothing more than Mike McCarthy gets. Take a look at the numbers. You get nothing more. You have as many Super Bowl wins. You have as many regular season wins. You have as many postseason wins. Same guy. One guy gets criticized all the time. The other guy skates free on everything. I'm sorry that doesn't sit with me. I don't like it. There's a reason Mike like McCarthy is not in Green Bay anymore. And yeah, there's a reason yeah, you don't be the coach of America's team if you don't want the criticism. You're going to be on the hot seat that every too. week. You, you pick well, that team for a reason. That team always on That's the fine, but if you're going to criticize, be consistent. You got to okay. criticize everybody. No, John Harbaugh John Harbaugh made two gi- – I mean, dude, I, I can't think of the last time a coach single-handedly lost two NFL games to a team in the thick of a postseason. Dude, this is like the run to get to the postseason. Can you imagine any other coach doing that? It's hindsight. Holy they catch- crap, you'd be fired in a heartbeat. Come on. If they catch that ball against the Steelers and they win that game, we're not talking about him being fired. It's all – it goes either way. You can't Jay, really put that Jay, on three That weeks was a ago, very catchable ball. We're Jay, not talking about Jay, a terrible Jay, play. Jay, oh, three weeks ago, when, when Lamar threw that ball to Andrews three weeks ago, I mean, Andrew's got to catch that ball. You got to catch that football. I get it. Now, that night, you're a Ravens fan, and I would have been like, Zay, listen, we're going to do this again in three weeks, only Lamar's not going to be the quarterback. What would you say to to him that night? You would have punched him in the face for saying that. In his defense, when he's going into it, I kind of agree with him. I don't think you're beating Aaron Rodgers in overtime. I think if you have with the, the greatest kicker in history, you, to you got him. a guy that could bang it from sixty-five yards no, out. No, we're yeah. talking about okay, get, me, get me to the forty-five, and I'll send us home. We're not going to make it seem like that. None of, those weren't bad. You want to talk about bad plays? The bad greatest plays kicker bad, in bad coaching history. plays are in the Super Bowl on first down when you throw it instead of running it three down, three downs from the freaking five-yard line. That's bad coaching. Don't blame that the guy taking a risk at the end of the game doesn't have all his weapons and wants to a get away. A stupid with- risk, a stupid oh, unnecessary oh, risk that cost his okay, team if, if they two work games out, not and a tiebreaker to not Belichick, really cost him three Belichick games. There's the three thing. games back now. Belichick Genius. did the same thing on a fourth down where he ended up blowing it and everyone ripped him to shreds and then they went on to win Super Bowl and things were all peachy and gravy. It's all about if it goes through or not. You can't really. Blame him on but it failed all times. Bad coaching is Pete Carroll. It's not Jim Harbaugh. Winner, listen, winners don't coach. fail twice that, in three weeks come on, like that. Come on, come on. Super Bowl winners don't. That doesn't happen. The Ravens are done. I don't think they're done. They, they, this cost the Ravens. This cost the Ravens so bad, dude. It's unbelievable. And I how that guy's mean. skating. He's a genius that they're eight and six. No, he's an idiot because they're eight and six. They the would be ten and four. If he would have kicked it, you can't say they would be ten and four. You don't know that. I do. Ten and four. In my heart, I do. They kick that and then they go in my heart. They could have beat. They could have beat the Steelers in overtime. Why do you guys love John Harbaugh so much? Can I just? Why do you want to have his children? I'm. I'm. I'm confused. Why can't we? Why? Hold on. Why can't we say bad stuff about John Harbaugh? Did I not get a memo about something? What? No, it's I think because- he deserves criticism, but you can't Thank say you. they would be ten and four when you don't know that. It's more likely they would be ten and four than their current eight and May- six. Maybe, maybe. There's also a fifty percent chance you never touch the ball in overtime. Uh, he, he, you have a backup quarterback going against one of the best teams in the league against the Packers, and you might as well just try and win it right there. 
And Bro, you win the toss, you get you to the forty-five yard line. He he wins the game, and you're going. If home. you win the toss, it's all if. If you get the extra points, well, gambling. If you win the that should have been the gamble. Should have been a coin flip. You come on, bro. It's all. No, I can't do that. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> if you convert them, we want to. No, I was with you. And that just, I mean, I was kind of understanding. Maybe you, an onside again, kick no, if you again. lose the toss. Who is winning that division? Who in that division is so dominating that you can see them winning that division? I Nobody, which is, why, just, which is why which is why he's conservative and won the it game. It makes sense with the rest of the division. He, he had you. an opportunity he to take it. He gave everybody a chance to catch he up. Genius plan. I like that. It. No. Smart. That's what the division it. goes. I mean, hey, the, we could have a three-game lead. The Bengals had a strong lead in the beginning of the season. The Bengals had a strong lead. They let everyone else come up. Then the Ravens start to pull away. I guess I'm wrong. Everyone else I guess going. I'm wrong. I guess it was really smart of John Harbaugh to lose two no, games it, in it the middle smart. of that. No, you're right. Genius move. Forget it. Never no. mind. Moving on. My, my thing is, no. is with this. All argument, hail King Harbaugh. We're not it, saying it's not about it, Harbaugh. If anything, it's more about the front office of the Ravens. Coach, they, coaches, they understand. Coaches can't lose football games. Harbaugh. Coaches can't lose football games. That's not Dude, that's, like, that's like that's like that's, that's like that's like the caddy putting his foot in front of the hole when you're like about to hit a hole in one. You would get rid of that guy. You wouldn't be like, oh, hey, he was just trying to nudge it in. I guess he screwed it up. I uh, I agree that he deserves criticism, but that's that's not a fireable offense. Yeah, it it would be if it wasn't him. It would be, I promise you, if it was Mike McCarthy that had done that with his no, backup quarterback Mike McCarthy two weeks would not after have blowing it. Two weeks after Mike having McCarthy already is- done it once with the backup quarterback, same play to the same guy who didn't catch it again. Genius plan. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Jerry would have ran over and high five Mike McCarthy for doing that. No. But no. You cost your team precious wins. In a, in a season where wins matter so much this year because no one separated themselves from the pack, you literally went from being the number one seed to being around five or six. What are you doing? No, you're right. But if you're going to compare it to Mike McCarthy, you also have to look. Mike McCarthy, if it were Green Bay, he, he probably would have gotten a slide like that because he brought them a Super Bowl. Now he's in Dallas. He's in a whole new situation. So, yeah, he's going to get the criticism from there because they don't really necessarily – he's still new. Harbaugh, everyone loves Harbaugh in Baltimore, brought him a Super Bowl. Yeah, the let it slide. Maybe this is the descent. Maybe this is – where, where he starts well, declining. Well, let me take a deep shot at the Cowboy the fans then. You know, they fell in love with Tony Romo's numbers for so many years okay. and excused not winning like that, that it meant something. He throws for 4,000 yards. Ah, 30 touchdowns. Number nine. Jessica ah, Simpson. The passer rating, though. <laughs> I mean, what? Again, dude, I, I've literally talked to Cowboys fans, and I'm like, would you rather have Tony Romo and, and that career or Eli in the Super Bowls? They're like, Romo. I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot. Sorry. You That's would Cowboys rather fans. not take yeah. two Super Bowl wins? Like, where's your priorities, fellows? <laughs> fellows. I like the way you said that. Joe. Gentlemen. <laughs> uh, is, is there anyone besides John Harbaugh? Who is on the hot seat for you, Joe? Um, I think Ron Rivera's got some splaining to do. Ron Rivera? Yeah, from the Washington football team. I'm not mad at that. I mean, that defense is historically awful, and now that's depleted with injury, 
I mean, what a what a disaster. I mean, they, that was a team we were talking about might might win the division. Maybe them, maybe Dallas, maybe the Giants. Ha ha ha! Definitely not the Eagles. Remember all that? Uh, and no. here we are, dude. Washington's Wait. been terrible. That's a terrible football team. Ron Rivera's done a terrible job. Somehow had one of the best defenses in football, and has somehow got them ranked in the in the upper twenty five percentile. That's a guy that should be on the hot seat. What a clown! Interesting. And I tell you what, he should have called Cam Newton in September. That was his biggest mistake. Again, no. Have you watched Cam Newton the past couple of weeks? Dude, you know what? He his heart's not into playing in Cal- Carolina. It's just not. He's he's hurt. He was rejected there. Uh, this ain't I'm LeBron, dude. This ain't LeBron coming home to Cleveland. You know what I mean? This is uh yeah. I think he feels slighted. I think that's why he's playing like that. Uh, heart's not in the game. Right. See it in his Sean, eyes. Sean, who's on your hot seat? Uh Matt Nagy has got to be fired by the Bears. That's I mean, I, I think that's the easy one, but he's he had that one great year when the Bears' defense was awesome. Uh, his first year when they went twelve and four, and then ever since then, uh, he's just been hurting that team. So he's he's got to go. I, I think it's the the two NFC North coaches, him and, and Mike Zimmer. I think has an interesting case too because he's that team is so talented on offense. Uh, he's known as a defensive minded coach, and yet they can't win in these one uh, score games. They're seven and seven right now, and for the talent that they have on that team, they should be a lot better. And, you know, the Vikings, as long as Mike Zimmer's been there, they've had all these talented teams, and they just haven't been able to advance to the playoffs. So I think at some point you gotta you got to cut ties with him. So I think those two NFC North coaches uh, definitely got to go. Dude, I can see Nagy being the next OC for the Giants. And I please, Jace, please, please don't. Don't, that. I, I, don't put that upon us. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Mike Glennon all over again. Uh, it is, and don't I don't want it to happen. Don't, nah, like, don't. Yeah. Joe already put uh, us in this predicament. Don't, 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 don't do this. All right, Zay, who's on your hot seat? Uh, I mean, I agree with Sean with the Matt Nagy, but um, it's Pete Carroll. Like I mentioned earlier, it's time for him to go. He's been holding Seattle down for the last few years. They haven't been Seattle since their Legion of Boom years. He should have been gone after that call against the Super, in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. I think I would have fired him on the spot. I would have ran down to the field and fired him after he threw that ball instead of running it four times with Marshawn Lynch. I literally would have preferred him running four times with Marshawn Lynch and get stuffed then to throw it on uh, on first down and get intercepted after a miracle play. So for me, I think it's him. It's time for him, Pete Carroll, to go. The offense hasn't looked great. They haven't fixed that offensive line. They've been telling him to fix it for years. They haven't fixed it, so you've seen what it's done to Russ. And Russ isn't the same quarterback. Russ needs someone who he can trust back there that's going to help him put a team around him that's going to give him his last few years that's, you know, you know not going to be a struggle like it has been for these years, the let Russ cook situation. So I think Pete Carroll has to go. They have to bring in somebody who's going to rebuild that offensive line, rebuild that defense. It's not the Legion of Boom no more. It it hasn't been for a very long time. And I think, it, you know, you have some studs over there with, um, what you would call it, from uh, the Jets. Oh, my God, what is his name? Jaylen Safety Adams. from the Jets. Uh, he, has, he got hurt this year. He's not even playing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you have him there. So I guess you can build around him and then go from there. But oh, you have to bring in somebody to fix their team. Definitely can't remember his name right now. Crazy. Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. There we go. Jamal Adams. Yeah, he's been out for so long. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you guys took mine. Pete Carroll, Mike Zimmer were, were the two names I had. Another another name I'm going to throw out there, Zach Taylor. Because, I mean, we've seen 
glimpses of Cincinnati do really good things. And I mean, he he is right now the the he's got the most losses out of any head coach and starting is in the league right now. So that's that's big. I mean, I know he had those rough years with uh with the he had those rough years before Joe Burrow. Now he's got Joe Burrow, and they've looked good. But you need something new. Joe Brady, bring in Joe Brady, reunite. You already did that cuteness with uh, Jamal, with J- Jamar Chase and uh, and Joe Burrow. Bring in Joe Brady, get a whole big reunion of that LSU team. Have him be the offensive mind, and yeah, that, that that's what. I just saw this, and and it made me want Joe Judge fired immediately. I just thought to myself, why is this guy such a tool? I mean, you can't even say you can't even get that right. You you honestly, dude, really couldn't get that part right. He's a guy we want to move forward with. Did Joe Judge write his own wedding vows? Yeah, I'll go with this lady. Like, dude, come on! What? That 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 that's your endorsement for Daniel Jones? Yeah. He's a guy we want to move forward with. Idiot. I mean, what? I can't even with this guy. All Sorry. Right. Wait, for the, before we go forward, you made a bash at Ron Rivera. For the record, Gabbert, Gilbert, whatever the hell, he had no business in there playing yesterday. It was wrong for him to even be in there. They should have. They should have just, I don't know, pushed the game back or rescheduled it. It's terrible that they did that to the kid, but they should still be. Let me ask you guys a question, right? We do a college football show here. Like 100 quarterbacks graduate from college every year with hopes of going to the pro. And there's guys in Canada, and there's NFL-like backups that eventually don't ever get a shot. Where are all of these people? I feel like there's so many quarterbacks. Where's all the guys from the XFL? How, why are they running all this garbage out on NFL fields all over? I don't understand that. There's not that dude, many that good guy, quarterbacks out there. Dude, that, that kid that was playing for uh, for the for the New York Knights or the Donkeys or whatever they the were. Guardians. <laughs> the Guardians or whatever it was. Mike Garcia was his name? What is that guy up to? Somebody call him. He was no. pretty good. Who was the other who, dude? Who, who, like jar, not that um who was the old Texas quarterback? Uh, oh, Duh, no, no, not that guy. No, um, what's his name? Landry, Hello, Landry Jones. Landry Jones, dude. Like, I mean, Landry Jones was like lighting up the Oklahoma XFL. State, right? I'm just saying, com- compared to what you are running out there now, Gilbert Grape and Mike Glennon and some of these guys, are you kidding me? <laughs> For the love of God. Somebody like that. Who, where's like Davis Webb or Kyle Valletta? Guys that are like, like no, yeah, look at the NBA. Before. NBA did the, with this COVID stuff. They're bringing in Joe Johnson and Isaiah yeah. Thomas and that. Can, can they fix this? That's a lot different than being a quarterback in the NFL. There's only like yeah. 15 good quarterbacks in the U.S. Yeah. Like to be good an NFL, NFL quarterback's quarterback. a lot harder than to pick up somebody. Okay, to pick up but basketball. you're not going to have one of the 15. Like the XFL, PJ Walker was someone. like the. By far away, the MVP of that league, and now he's on the Panthers, and now he's terrible. And Brian Lew- Brian Lewerke's been in in the Giants practice Ooh. squad and around this team all year. Lewerke, the Michigan State guy that he's played in the preseason. Anything. 
But he knows the offense. He's been around it. Why wouldn't you run that Good guy? For him. Jake Fromm. It's like, hey, remember that old Georgia quarterback that's working at like CBS? See if that guy wants to play. Yeah. What? I hope he. I hope Again, he goes dude. I'm like, up. who? I hope who, he goes up there and lights it up for of you. Of all the quarterbacks we've seen the last few I'm years sure at, at do, all man. these SEC schools, somebody was like, hey, remember Jake Fromm? Call that guy. Guaranteed wins. No, like he was on the it. Bills. He was playing. He was in the league. He was the backup on the Bills. Stop doing this to the I guy. He was. He listen. Okay. I, li- I I read an interview with his family, Zay, and his family says he's under six foot. He's and that that's two. been a problem his whole life. <laughs> they also his dad literally said it's a shame that Jake's got such a bad arm because he really wants to be in the NFL. He wishes he could make the throws, but he can't. So he's working at like Sears, and then the Giants were like, "Hey, be the starter." And the Giants fans were like, "This guy will be the next Kurt uh, Warner. We're all set here." Like, no, nothing about this. What are you people talking about? Sometimes you gotta take a shot. Sometimes, but uh, all right, that Disney. Sometimes it's you gotta gamble. Movie, stop it. No, you're talking about gambling before you gamble. You would gamble. Next with thing the you know, there's gonna be like a nine-year-old kid. From Harlem, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, you know what? This kid's the starting quarterback." And then you're gonna find out his old backstory. He's got no parents, right? He was raised by his aunt. It's gonna be a beautiful story. He's the starting quarterback for the Giants. I mean, are, what are you talking about? Oh, also, there's a caterpillar that lives on his shoulder and guides him and actually gives him the magic to make all the throws yeah. downfield. Yeah. Chase, that's a Disney movie. Let's get back. I want like real stuff here. Is what I'm saying. I, I want to I, I think there's why why can't uh, seriously a little controversial but can somebody call Colin Kaepernick for crying out loud there's so many He's bad been quarterbacks doing for like dude, what's so the, long, I mean dude. listen I think at this point he'll just stand for the end I can't imagine I can't imagine Colin would kneel at this point after all we've been through I think he's a competent quarterback. I'm just saying that there's guys out there no. that we've seen that are not in the league, and it's like. So wait, you were called Colin Kaepernick before you called Deshaun Watson? Yes. Dude, look at look at the Lions. Look at the Lions. They got the Tim Boyle kid as backup. One for 13, one touchdown to 13 interceptions at UConn. Somehow found his way. He was a backup at Green Bay and then found his way to Detroit. Like, it's the NFL's. There's definitely a lot more politicking going on than there is actually looking at skill. What is the quarterback's name in this draft? I think he's from West Wyoming State University or something. He threw for like 10,000 yards and like 300 touchdowns. You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, Western Kentucky? Yeah, oh, where, yeah. wherever it, it is. That? Oh. Right, dude. I mean, how many how many quarterbacks have gone to Texas Tech and the Western Wyoming or whatever it is, and they – I, I, again, right, you see these guys every couple of years, David Klingler, like they throw for a million yards. And it's like, I don't know. Before I called Jacob from, I would want to call like a guy that I don't know, threw for like 400 touchdowns in 35 games. I, I, maybe you it doesn't translate, but team to a I don't know. National championship. Watching this in the weight room. Why not? It's all Leading I'm saying. I don't team know. To, okay. Uh, he didn't lead on. the team. The running game did. You know this. The let's defense in the back. running game did. That James Fromm sucks. Stop. Let's get back. Let's yeah, you're right. You're right. Back. Sorry, that's me. The My best fault. bets. 
We're oh. going on to best bets. And boy, oh boy, look at who's creeping. on top. Let's go. Why don't we Sean, Sean, you fell below 500, buddy. Ooh. That's rough. That's rough. Wait, how yeah, do you, I can how see do you have a tie? What is that? What did you tie on? It's a push. I took the push is a loss. Minus three. No, it's not. You're eight and seven. Get out of here with no, that. No, it's not. One. We're playing fractions now. A push is yes. a loss, bro. No, it's not. Uh, this is going to be under review. We'll talk about this after the show. That's under review. He's eight and seven as far as I'm concerned. What? Okay, I'm still in the lead. Okay. <laughs> Cool. I'll it's a lot it. closer like that. Eight six and one looks impressive compared yeah, to all That's basically these a two game lead. And eight and seven is definitely doable, and that's what you are. All right, this is bad. We got to start nailing these guys. It's called best yeah. bet. Yeah, I mean, Sean, I was seven and two. Yeah, it's not six in a row. It's not our fault. It's the damn league. I bet you there were people when Sean was seven and two. They're like, I'm just gonna ride this guy for a few weeks, and now they want to murder you. <laughs> Probably. I don't blame them. No, because I said it in the homeless in our lost group. their kids' college fund. Thanks, Sean yeah. Scanlon. I I said it in the group chat. I was like, I'm seven and two. Right when it happened, I was like, you you just gotta ride my bets out. And I'm sure whoever's been doing that, uh, they either lost their house or uh, their co- or kids' tuition or something. Their so house? Lot I apologize. A lot of families aren't having Christmas this year because Sean Scanlon's best bets have been sucky for six yeah. weeks in a row. Hey. Yeah, but uh, it's unfortunate. Stunning. That's yeah. terrible. Zay, you got a bet for tomorrow. You got the Niners minus three and a half against the Titans. I actually like that. I'm going to be honest. Tennessee sucks. I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry. Um, Ryan Tannehill, what scares me, I think that's Daniel Jones' ceiling. That The best he can get is to beat uh, Ryan Tannehill for us. I'm sorry to say that. That's why I'm ready to move on from him. But uh, they just don't have it. They, they don't play well against – Good teams. They only play well against the bad teams so far. And the 49ers are probably the hottest team in football. If you get them in the playoffs, you might be in trouble. They're they're getting hot at the right time. Like all the criticism at the beginning of the year of the quarterback position, who was going to play it and who wasn't. And Jimmy just stuck with it and he's got his team back in it, even when it looked ugly. And like I said, they're probably the hottest team in football right now. So I'm going to ride this 49er thing out, see how it goes for me. And plus, I'm done betting on against teams that, you know, should just lose like the Ravens last week because no clue Tyler Hundley was going to shoot his load the week I pick against them. So hopefully oh, the Titans go. East, baby. Utah. Yeah, product. right. Yeah, I'm sure. That's why he backs up. Utah product, baby. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, well, we talked before the season. That coming into the season, he was like a top ten quarterback. But I mean, when you lose, uh, when you lose Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, and Julio Jones, it's hard to be good when you got nothing else around you, right? So no, but Ryan Tannehill doesn't get the pass that other guys get. So he sucks. He's a bomb. He's washed up. Let's move on. No, 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 no. He got his criticism. Am I wrong? He got his criticism. Am I in wrong? Miami. He got his criticism in Miami. And yeah, he, and then he, he resurrected his career. We were talking about him being a top 10 quarterback, and all his weapons are out, and he's still in the thick of the playoffs, hands. got a better record than Lamar Jackson does, and yet we criticize him. I'm just well, saying. I don't. The thing it. is, he wasn't doing much with the weapons, too. Even when he had weapons, they lost to teams like the Jets. 
So it's not like he was doing it without it. You know, when he had his weapons, they were winning. When he didn't yeah, have, when he had, they lost two. They're that, nine and four. They're you're going to lose some games. The '86 Giants lost to the the Green Bay Packers for Christ's sake. That happens. The Packers suck back in the old days. You guys don't know this. <laughs> All right. Pre Brett Favre, Don Majowski was the quarterback. Nineteen fifty. Like Donnie, how could I forget? No, but I do think the Niners are one of those teams. Yeah, they're starting to click right now. But also, I mean, wait till Titans. Garoppolo gets hurt this week. Maybe. But oh. then also the, Why you the, the you, my, my bet. I'm already losing. Why do you have to do that? Just let it be. I'm already the lowest in bets. Why do you have to do that? Just let it be. I don't well, all right, cool. But but the Titans, like if they do get everyone back for the playoffs, that, that's gonna be a team no one wants to see at first if, round. So. If, if if I mean I meant to start Jeff Wilson Jr. last week in my fantasy league, and I didn't. And, of course, he did exactly what I knew he was going to do, and the reason I wanted to start to be ran for 100 yards and 20 points in fantasy. All right. This week he'll get three carries, so don't start him. I know how that works now. (laughs) Yeah, they've been using Debo Samuel as their running back sometimes as well. That's that's wild. But uh, the champ sticking with the overs, baby. Bills at Patriots. Give me the over 43 and a half. It, this ain't going to be – there's no wild wins in this game. There's no craziness. I think Josh Allen lights it up. Uh, I think it's going to be a shootout. I mean, and not necessarily a shootout, but I do think both teams are going to score over 20. I think it will be close. I, I have the Bills. I got this down as a 22-21 game. Of course you do. Of course you do. I see it the same way. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to do that to you, Jace. You're going to get the over. I'm never. I'm never touching yeah. teams again in a game. But um, yeah. Uh, I've been killing. I'm. I'm what, three in a row, maybe four, three, three in a row. Now I feel like the Patriots Overs, win baby. this one, twenty-three twenty. Oh, do they? Yeah. The last time? second, last second field goal. Do they? Do they go to ball this time? Yeah. I actually, I almost took this one. Yeah. Because it's going to work. It's going to work. I, I, I'm Josh definitely betting the under on this after all I just said. I have to. Okay. Do it. 54 Mac Jones put up last game. Dude, if it ends up 23-20, you guys know I'm going to blow your phone up all night. Not <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh Every 20 minutes or so, I'm just going to be like, 23-20, boys. Should have <laughs> took the under. Oh my gosh! Oh, my my fist is going through my TV if that happens. That, that's 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 gonna be rough. But uh, all right, Sean, you stealing a little bit of my magic? Maybe going with the over. Taking yeah, over. um, I've been doing spreads pretty much all year. The first bet of the year, I did uh, Cardinals Titans over, didn't hit. But uh, obviously, this losing streak hasn't been good, so I'm I'm staying away from the spreads. I'm gonna go. Pretty much with my fantasy lock strategy, where I'm just gonna stick with this one for the rest of the season. It might be a little late, but I'm I'm just gonna do strictly over. So uh, I like this one a lot. I think the Chiefs' offense is starting to figure it out a little bit. Uh, Steelers' offense, I feel like uh, per usual, they're not they're gonna have a slow start in the first half, and then they'll start to pick it up in the second half. So I see a lot of points coming from this one. So um, smash the over on Steelers Chiefs. Do I feel confident saying that? Nope, but uh, I, you got to switch up the strategy at some point, and uh, I, I got a good feeling about this one. Chiefs without Tyreek Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, fine. All right. Love it. 
That's even that's even better. The Steelers run defense is terrible. Big Clyde Edwards Hilaire game. Just get some scores in the red zone. Steelers will start off slow, start scoring in the second half, and we'll get over uh, 44 and a half. That's what's going to happen. All right. All right. I'm with you, Sean. Let's get it. Let's get it. Thanks, Jace. I'm going to parlay both our overs together. Let's go. Let's get it. I I, uh, I bet Ravens-Packers last week, the over, and a hit. Let's go. Let's go. The overs are just killing it. Let's go. All right. Now, Joe. Not quite an over, but I think it's got to hit the over to cover the 10-point spread. Yeah, uh, the Chargers will score in the 30s, and the Texans might not score, period. So hope the Texans should be loaded and catch three interceptions. Yeah, like a 30-17 to seems likely in this one, something like that, 35-20, but they'll, they'll beat them by 10. That's a given. I hope the Texans shoot they load. Davis Mills goes off for nothing, and they lose nine to Zero. I was actually going to pick up uh, Mills on my uh, fantasy team today. I was thinking a little bit about that, keeping him long-term, stashing him away. Good kid. I don't hope he has a good game. Um, Yeah, this is a safe bet. I think everybody knows it. You, I know you want to criticize it to be funny, but there's nothing to really say here. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, Chargers do have a bunch of, bunch yeah. of people with COVID. So. Yeah, they're all better now. Everybody got their test back clean. Everybody's feeling good. Keenan Allen. He's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay. Speaking of Keenan Allen, uh, Joe, you got him for your fantasy locks. But first, that's what the scoreboard looks like. Boy, boys, a it's close. How am I losing? This is how do we both period. pick James Conner? How is that even allowed? I would. I'll just take a zero on mine instead. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll take Joe's nine points. <laughs> Give me eighteen. <laughs> Oh, you still would be in third place if that happened. If I gave you the nine points, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. not by much. Yeah, I mean, regardless, it's still a tight race. We've we've had, I mean, we've had some great weeks, but we've also had a lot of dud weeks. So anyone, anything can really happen with fantasy locks. This is, like I said, I mean, me and Sean was out of it for the long for most of the year. Uh, I joined them at the bottom. Zay and Joe, you guys just shot yourselves in the foot, I guess. Oh, my God. You're up by, like, like point, like half a point. I know. He's so No, but I was out of it. I was out of it. I have an announcement to make. I have to go. Okay. I I have to go, unfortunately. That's my lock. I'm pretty sure Keenan Allen's back and activated this week, and with that, I think it's going to have a huge game. All that said, unfortunately, there are some elves I have to tend to. And so I will wish you all a Merry Christmas. And we'll see you back here next week. So I'll hold off on the uh, on the Happy New Year wishes. But thank you to everybody who watches the show and participates. And the you guys for being on it. And Jace for all the stuff that you do to make this one happen. Um, Keenan Allen, though, lock it in, baby. I'm coming. All right. Keenan Allen, I like that. But uh, all right, and I'm sticking with uh, yeah, Thursday. I got Debo Samuel. I've only picked one wide receiver this whole year, and it was Michael Pittman, and he did terrible that week. So Sheesh. I need to redeem myself. So why not pick a, a wide receiver who's been running the football pretty damn well? 
So, yeah, Debo Samuel. I mean, it, it's crazy. That has really been what's changed the, their season around, putting him at running back, making him – having him help out because he's a stud. He's a beast. And I think he lights up this Titans defense. But, uh, Sean, sticking with the running backs. Uh, James didn't work out too well for you last week, but you think uh, James Robinson can rename – Redeem the name of the James. Yeah, uh, Robinson's going to be the superior James. It's uh, it's going to happen. Jets run defense is awful. Um, and now that Urban Meyer is gone, he he didn't he wasn't a big James Robinson fan. Was giving Carlos Hyde a lot more carries, but uh, now I, th- I think James Robinson's going to be pissed off about that. Urban Meyer's out of his way, so now he can just focus on himself. He's obviously the best player in the offense, so feed him the rock against a terrible run uh run defense from the Jets, and uh, James. Get me back in this race. I'm down 10, so give me 20, 25 points. I'll be fine with it. So, uh, superior James, getting, getting the job done. Yeah. These jets. I, I think anything can happen, right? Anything can happen. And, and I, I do think James Robinson should have a big game. But, uh, damn, I, I'm sad Joe's gone for this. Zay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. I love it. See, what happens is, similar to Jim Harbaugh or John, whichever one, when you kind of up in the lead, you know, you got a couple of throwaway weeks when you're this far. So I got a throwaway week. I can go for it on to not risk the over now, overtime. I can go for it here. So I'm going to play Jake Fromm because even if he gets me 10 points, y'all still wouldn't catch me. I'd still be in the lead. I'm so in the lead. Watch, watch the Giants start yeah, Mike Lennon. Jake, Chase, you're in the lead by like half a point. Relax, bro. I, I'm taking it back next week. We've been, it's been flip flopping. It's been great, but I'm taking it. This is the one thing I'm going to win. This is the one thing I'm going to win this year. And I got to throw. Out of your freaking Jake Fry. I got to throw away. I got to throw away week. And against the Eagles, what's well, going to happen? Y'all gonna be surprised. Y'all gonna be shocked. This is gonna, this is gonna come back to bite you. That is, I, I said I had a throwaway week when I picked the Gronk and he didn't play, and then I then Sean caught up to me, and I was lucky enough I did it early enough. Gronk didn't I play all the way back. Tom is going to play, and if he gets ruled out, I'll, I'll switch it before before it happens. <laughs> oh no, no, you're on the tape, brother. You're you on the like, tape. I can't. Well, I can't switch it. He don't play. All right, cool. So You're on the tape. I, I need to switch Gronk. I guess I got to pray. I guess I got to pray. No play, though. I'm not yeah, we can't out. talk him out of it now. Oh, oh my God. You got to keep care. it. I'm keeping it. I'm, I'm going for it. <laughs> well, thank you. 10 point game. Keep me back in the lead, Sam. Keep me in the lead. Oh, give me the so, lead. So you think Debo Samuel is going to have less? So if Jake Fromm has eight, 10 points, Debo Samuel is only going to have eight. And that we would just be a tie. So Debo Samuel, I can't assume it's hindsight. I can't look that far. It's just like going forward. It's just like going forward or going overtime. I can't. I can't tell you what's going to happen. You can only let it happen. See what happens. I'm not going to make no prediction. But you're going to. If he has the game of his life, then guess what? I look like a genius. If he has the dud of his life, I look like I'm a moron. That's how it's going to end. It's just All how right. it goes. Go ahead. I like that. I like that. Stick to I your like guns. That. Stick to your guns, people. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I love I love it when I I have been a big big. I mean, if Jared's still in here, Megan Anderson, I like you either take it like a you either look like a genius or you're okay looking like an idiot. I thought CD was gonna be a great pick against the Giants. 
You would have thought he would have went off for a couple of touchdowns. Only got 11 points. It happens. It happens. It does indeed happen. All right. That's going to do it for John about the G-Men this week. Uh, Joe already said all the good things. But, yeah, big Merry Christmas to you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, big shout-out to CTBB Realty and JPEX Financial for sponsoring today's episode. And make sure you guys like us on Facebook, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, subscribe to Clovercrest Media as well. Make sure you check out Clovercrest Media Group on Twitch. And uh, for more information and more podcasts, visit clovercrestmedia.com. Not just sports podcasts, got true crime, political, even realty podcasts. Make sure you check that out. But for myself, Big Jace, Sean Sandlin, King Zay. That's going to do it for John about the G-Men. We'll see you next week to talk more Giants football. And probably going to be another loss. But Order we'll my Jake Crom jersey right now. Oh, <laughs> All right. Jeez. All right. We'll catch you next Merry week. Christmas. <laughs>